Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, episode 64, Survivor Series recap, featuring the Young Kings Wrestling Sovereign Soundboard. Yes, sir. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming podcasts, including Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. If you're listening on iTunes, go ahead, leave us a review. All the links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. Go ahead and get you some merch, get you some of them Black Lives Matter shirts. And we're going to come out with some more stuff soon. But I'm thinking of some stuff I want to come out with. But anyway, man, I'm TC Fontaine, uh, joined as always by the essential wreak havoc and Mr. 24 7 Malik Ricks. Guess who's What's up, y'all? What's happening? What's happening, man? Did you like how I was like trying to like word you? You're saying like Will Smith did on Fresh Prince? Was Fresh Prince. <laughs> I, I was I was definitely reading my script, so I did not pay attention to what you was doing. Yeah. I, I'll go watch I'll go watch the video back when I'm done. Yeah. Did, did anybody see that reunion of the Fresh Prince? No, not yet. Yeah. I have not yet. I have not watched right. it yet. I'm gonna try to watch it later after I got an assignment to do, and so this, this episode is gonna be really short. Cause I gotta get this assignment done in the next three and a half hours. Uh, I'm not procrastinating. I've been working on it for like five days, um, so don't 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 fret on that. But anyway, uh, enough about my university struggles. How are y'all doing this evening? Cool, man. Delightful. Cool. Feel it, man. We got a we got this Raiders game going. You know, we out here in Vegas, me and Malik, and uh, oh, Raiders is playing. Oh, uh, speaking of that, did did you take that bump? Huh? You did not you take that. Take a bump. You, you, didn't, you didn't take the bump, bro. No, I did not take the bump. No, I'm not. I'm not trained yet, so I was not going to take a bump yet. Uh, give me some time, and I'll let y'all know. <laughs> all right, all right. Cool. I'm, I'm not going to take an untrained bump. It's not going to do. It. <laughs> I'm not going to do. It. I have insurance. I'm just not going to do it. Uh, Derek Carr <laughs> is definitely about to overthrow his receiver. Uh, ooh, that's a touchdown. Oh, that's a touchdown. Yes, Raiders scored. Hey, yes. shout out to the Raiders. Uh, hey. Patrick Mahomes has a, a minute and 40 seconds to, to do something, so we're not going not gonna to celebrate just yet. I'm about to say, yeah, he got time still. In the meantime, man, uh, what's up with y'all, man? We out here. It's another episode, 64 of them, 64 episodes. We are here. This is fun. Uh, me and Malik had a, a meeting today. No details, but you will know soon. Uh, Reek, man. What you been watching? What you, you been watching anything? You been able to get on your 06? Um, I know, you know Malik what I hasn't. Did? I did. I went back. Actually, I started, you know, mixing the ECW from back then into it. Yeah. And that, that reboot. Man. It was terrible. That, it, it was worse than I remember. It really was. Like, from, from the first, from One Night Stand 06, all the way through to, like, the first couple months in, it's like, that's but it's trash. Question. This is really trash. Like you had like with Kelly and uh the, the random extreme expose. Yeah. Mike yeah. Knox and Zombie. Yeah, what? the ran the random dudes you had Sandman come and came the hell out of for about two minutes. I yeah. and then and Paul with this whole I don't know what the thing is with trying to make wrestling characters, you know, Jesus figures, but Paul being the the savior, the messiah, whatever of ECW. Oh, Paul like, Heyman. Yeah, that that was like, I, was I like, forgot. What? I forgot he really kissed Tommy Dream on the mouth like that. <laughs> like this dude is wild. Right? Hey, listen, 
you he he got to suck up. To, if somebody was gonna blow your top off in the middle of WrestleMania, you would suck up to them at every opportunity you could. Whoa. <laughs> Pause. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> boom, boom. Anyway, uh, that's, hey, I, that's, uh, that's that's dialogue for the Smacking the Raw podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that that definitely wasn't the context, but you know what I mean. Um, I I have finally I have finally finally gotten to the end, the very end, the finale of the alliance and Team WWF storyline that took over our TVs for eight months in two thousand one. I am finished. I watched Survivor Series. Kurt Angle revealed to be the mole inside of the Alliance and he turns his back on the Alliance and team WWF wins. And uh, they just randomly turn Stone Cold face like right after that, like the next night. It was, it was hard to even keep him healed. Like even when he was healed, he was face. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like got all the big reactions still. Was their Stone- idea of Stone Cold being a hill was him playing the guitar. Yeah. It's a, uh, it was pretty bad, bro. And I'm, I'm finally gotten to the end, and uh, Ric Flair is now the co-owner of the WWE. So we're going oh. to we're gonna head into 2002. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We are just a couple weeks removed from probably the greatest uh, segment brawl in wrestling history that did not occur inside a wrestling ring or a wrestling arena. When Stone Cold beat the shit out of Booker T inside a supermarket, it's about two weeks away. And so I am going to review that whole segment in full on this show when that time comes because I need to. That's one of my favorite segments all the time. And Patrick Mahomes is uh, is something else. He's something else. Here you go. Here he go. Yeah, you're on that BS. Uh, I want to say one thing. What's up? Shout out to Nick Young. Amazing guy. Swaggy P. Shout out to him, man. Dude takes forever to text back, but that's okay. He's a great guy, though. <laughs> man, he, he busy, man. Nah, what man, he was quick today, man. You said he, what? He had uh, he had hit me. He was like, hey, man, y'all got some pictures? I was like, yeah, let me get them for you. And, like, he literally takes a whole nother day to text. <laughs> okay, man, I see you, man. This how nigga so we talking, talk, man. He talking, yo, listen, listen. He, he talking to his IG hoes. You, you, you don't remember Gil? Hey, he, that man has a family. Calm down. Angelo Russell. Yeah, all right. As a I'm fan, Russell. Saying, you remember when? Remember when? Remember when Gil pulled up? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know when, Oh yeah, Gil. Gil just pulled up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He started it. That video is hilarious because he was just terrorizing the hell out of his son. You I, right? I was pill- in tears, bro. You said what, well, Malik? He hit him with a pillow and made his son cry, bro. <laughs> his son, his son was like, "Get the fuck out my house." Cracked them like crazy. Hey man, uh, Survivor Series though. Uh, what y'all think of the show, bro? I think Reek is frozen. He like, he took it. He was playing one of his toys or something. He started having a whole like he was in the middle of a conversation. You froze and everything. You were still talking. I already moved on. Oh yeah, I'm like yo, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> hey, technical difficulties, man. It happens, and we are gonna leave it in the episode. It's just like you know, we gotta oh, yeah. keep it authentic. Yes, sir. Yeah, Survivor Series, man. What y'all think of it? Sure. Somebody. I was with it. I was with it. It was fine. Tagging. <laughs> you said what? I think. I, 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 <laughs> Are you lagging, Rick? Well, 
Yeah, I don't think he liked it. <laughs> what? Oh, come on, son. After, after, like you say it. Am I, am I good now? Uh, yeah. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a long show. Uh, let's hurry up and get through it. Uh, cause you keep freezing. All right, you back now. All right, all right, we cool. We cool. We good for now. Hey, let's uh, let's just just get right into it, man. Um, y'all watch the pre-show? Hey, man, and scored, yeah. man. Oh, he scored already for once, actually. Today. Wow. All right, man. Uh, the pre-show. Uh, we kick it off. Yeah. And our very first match Damn. on the pre-show was the Gobbledygooker defeating our <laughs> truth for the twenty-four-seven championship. And so he completed a thirty-year redemption arc. And so it's good to see that. that we kind of. You said what? <laughs> you talked about match. I just wanted to. I just want to talk about this man. You know, redeeming himself after thirty years. Not man. I'm sorry. This turkey. He's a yeah. turkey. Oh. I mean, but he lost again later tonight. So. Hey, we're gonna get to that. Uh, also on the pre-show, uh, the Miz eliminated Dominic Mysterio uh, to win a battle royal. And uh, he claims to be the face of USA, uh, USA Network. That's happened like what, like three times now. What is? Like people are like, oh, I won the battle royal, and then I don't know where somebody comes over and like throw them over the road. That happens all the time, and like I never get old. Like it never gets old to me. I like the spot. Just so predictable. Like, it is because you already know what's gonna happen, but so I still enjoy it. Miss done. It just it just did it a few weeks ago with Lana. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, but it's like battle royals don't have meaning anymore. I realize. Nah, like, it's just like, I, I think they, there should have been some stakes to this. Like, yeah, it was just number thirty in a rumble or something. It's just, it's just nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Between, you know, uh, what's calls it? They, they had they used, you know, in the pre-show at WrestleMania, you had the Andre the Giant battle royal that's supposed to be like the start of a push for somebody. That was the original idea then that don't mean nothing anymore. You know, you had uh greatest Royal Rumble for a trophy and a belt that has never been seen again since that date. Never. Never even been referenced since then. Never. You know, te- te- technically, Braun still got that title, still got that that claim to fame years later. So it's like, I, I don't I don't see why, if, if you're not going to take Battle Royal seriously at all, then I don't know why you're doing them. Agreed. Yeah, it was a, it was whatever. Didn't really matter in the long run. Uh, next up, Team Raw uh, kicks off the main pay-per-view. Uh, men's Team Raw team wins the traditional five-on-five. Uh, it's clean sweep. Um, you know, we got a Seth Rollins sacrificing himself uh, to <laughs> kick off the sweep. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interested in seeing what that's going to be about. Um Keith Lee gets the final elimination, and uh, he has new music. Shout out to Keith Lee. Oh, my God. So I got to learn those lyrics, but it slapped a little bit. Listen. Yeah, I'm giving this one a C. It was whatever. I'll give it an honorary A just because we got new music. And and because, to be told, I I don't know about y'all. I just I fell out when, when Seth did that. that it just dropped and gave himself away. I'm like, 
Now this is this is either gonna go one or two ways. Either Jay is gonna be the last man standing and run through everybody, or they're gonna clean sweep it. So I I, I saw this the, the ending on the wall right there. But but the story, you know, leading up to it is that the, the team couldn't get along, but it was a lot of chemistry they showed during this match. Like it was at one point. And, and um didn't I tell I you? I don't remember who it was, but I think it was AJ. Yeah, it was AJ was about to get the get pinned by somebody. I don't, I don't exactly remember who. Um, and, like, the whole team came in and broke it up. And I was like, oh, okay, they're they on the same page. Mm-hmm. So, and look, look, I, I told you last week, that's going to be the story. The dysfunction was going to be the story leading up to it, but then they're going to get in the match, and they're going to just miraculously find a way to get on the same page, get some good, you know, tag team chemistry and all that, and they'll probably win. I didn't think it was going to be like that, but. Yeah. What about oh. you, Malik? cool i i give it a c i mean i don't really like the clean sweep things but i mean it is what it is they put otis on the team that's what they deserve yeah what but i'm i'm i was mad i was i was mad when otis made the team when he lost a qualifying match he lost a qualifying match like the first one to seth rollins like the very first one, That's right? And he still yeah. got put on the team over Biggie. But the fact that they all got swept, I'm fine with Biggie not being on that team because I wouldn't have wanted him to been on a team that got swept. So it worked out in the end. This is a rare time where you can retcon some of my passivity, and we get this. So cool. Uh, next up. SmackDown Tag Team Champions Street Profits defeat the Raw Tag Team Champions The New Day. Uh, we got the, you know, the Big E entrance. You know, they came out in the Gears of War costumes. Uh, I don't think Big oh, E yeah. is eligible to be ringside, so he went back. But this is A+. Plus. A+, plus to me. Like, I enjoyed this match. Best tag team match I've seen all month. Bang, bang. Um, passing of the torch. Uh, like I said last week. Uh, in the New Day, they were, they were heels in this match, so that was refreshing. So that was good to see they they played the heel role and you know we haven't seen them play that role since 2015 so that was pretty cool man. Uh, what, what did y'all think about the match, Reek? Definitely a plus. I mean it was good to see New Day with more of a chip on his shoulder because I mean I hadn't really seen that since you know they was backing up Kofi on his little journey to the title, you know. So for them to kind of show a lot more of that edge that 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 was that was fun to see and you know we got to see uh you know the full a full showcase of the street profits too you know a lot of times it's you know they they working with a lot of people that you know it's they're not really pushing them like that you knew that new day was really trying to push them to get everybody to see like yeah y'all know they're good but we're gonna show you the depth of these two guys right here and this is gonna be like a true passing of the torch moment and that's that was the best part about it for me. So I'm definitely A plus with that. Dogs, man. But yeah, yeah. Nah. Y'all, y'all didn't say it all. Like there's nothing more I can say. Like, yeah, they the passing of the torch, man. I think honestly, this might be my favorite match on the card, if I'm not mistaken. Like this might really be- it, it was it was my favorite match before any other matches got announced. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. I love it. Uh, I'm giving it an A plus. I wish Big E could have like stayed out there, because I mean I'm hearing something about his push being like no more, and I don't know. I think tonight would have been been a night where, hey, he might have would have turned on him. 
I wouldn't mind. I thought so. You know what I'm saying? I'm scared. And, and, it was crazy. You when know. um, who was it? I thought I think it was Kofi got his leg grabbed. I thought it was E for a second because I didn't I didn't see Dawkins' face. I was like, oh no, nah, no, nah, he doing it right now. <laughs> so no, nah, but it, it was Dawkins though. So but uh, that would have capped uh, off the cool. That would have been like probably the biggest moment of 2020. Maybe yeah. uh, it'd be up there. Yeah, but I, I don't want that to happen. So let's hope not. Uh, next up, uh, U.S. champion Bobby Lashley defeated Intercontinental champion Sami Zayn. Um, I'm gonna give this a B minus. It was cool. It was it was cool for what it was. It was enjoyable. Like Sami tried so desperately to get away, and the hurt business was like, "Nah, fam, you gonna take this ass whoop." <laughs> so he uh, even tried to, you know, uh, trip himself up on the ring uh, entrance. And, and blame it on MVP. And MVP was like, fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> it was cool. Yeah. Somebody. Somebody go next. Uh, I didn't watch this match. I had to go back and watch it. I'm sorry. I was yeah. sad. Say. Say. And that that that's because of Sami Zayn's acting. That that's really what did all this. We don't we haven't really seen a Sami Zayn match since like Daniel Bryan. So I mean, if this but honestly, both mid card champs need to be reshuffled after this because Lashley just runs through people, and I, I'm, I'm gonna get to him in a minute. But you know, uh, Sammy, I, th- I thought the whole point of this was to really kind of spotlight him since he's been out for so long. And as much as we knew the outcome here, it's like you still could have gave him something. I mean, this is better than you know, the debacle that they had a couple years ago, but uh, there wasn't much to say about it in terms of wrestling. It was just Sammy being a dickhead. With me, like, after watching this pay-per-view, I really felt like they should move the draft till after Survivor Series because I like that. I like the, you know, the rivalry Sammy had before was with Jeff and AJ, and I thought that would have been great and then could have kept going for a little bit now. To where you could have led up to, hey, make sure y'all watching tomorrow night because it's the draft too. You know what I mean? Just, just, just give you something different. I'm sorry, but yeah. Oh, Jay. Oh, <laughs> get him out. I'm tired of him. But yeah, I think I think that would have been a nice little, you know, like nice little twist. You know what I'm saying? Because like this, honestly, like everybody just got on their brains like recently so it was kind of like oh cool but then at the same time he's like kind of to me kind of thrown together yeah they didn't really feel the, the brand warfare and i guess part of that is because you know you can only do so much with the angles because you know lack of fans and everything but just a plus show wasn't a part of it so yeah they wasn't there so it was like it kind of threw me off this year that's true uh Backstage, uh, Roman Reigns meets with the Usos and, uh, you know, basically tells Jimmy Uso, like, fam, I'm, I'm not concerned about you. Get out of here. I'm talking to him. And uh, he ends up kicking Jimmy and Jay Uso out of the arena, out of the whole arena, because Jay Uso couldn't pull his weight when he was the last one remaining, when the rest of his team was just trash. So, kind of messed up. Uh, <laughs> next match, uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, the boss, the blueprints, 
Sasha Banks uh, defeated Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion. Uh, this is Sasha's first definitive win over Asuka. Uh, but me, I count when she won on Raw back in July because it happened. It's in the record books. She won. She won the championship. It's there. Um, yeah. This match, I'm going to give it a B plus because, you know, it's Sasha versus Asuka. It's going to be good. It could have been better. And I know it could have been better because they've had better matches, but it was still cool. Uh, what did y'all think? Uh, I'll say B. I wasn't expecting a whole lot because we have seen it so much and it's hard to keep fresh. Uh, luckily, it's it's Asuka and Sasha, so they can work around that. But um, I don't know. I, I, I didn't get too crazy about it because, you know, I, I said before that I, I saw Sasha winning but I didn't think it would be anything like really concrete. Like she wasn't going to beat her in a way that made her say, man, that, that was really shocking. I figured it would be something like a surprise roll up or uh, I don't know, something that we wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be out there. So uh, for that, it was like, okay, it, it, it meet, it met my expectations that that's the best thing I could say about it. Um, but I don't want to see it again. That's <laughs> just my preference. Like, listen, like I, you, I, you, you couldn't, you know, whether you had Sasha as a champ or still Bailey, I would have felt the same way. Like, it's overkill. And the biggest, biggest takeaway from Heat on this is that Oscar didn't look that strong. And that's been like a running theme the past couple of weeks. I talked about it before. If Oscar is not going to like get shine as the champ, then take the belt off or give it to somebody who will. Cause I don't, I don't see the same energy for Oscar that we once had, and that's a problem for me. I think uh, we gotta go back to the hill, you know, the hill run she had with the Kabuki Warriors. I thought she was kind of getting interesting, but the crowd started, you know, crowds basically turned her back face. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of difficult for you know Kyrie Sane to be a face too. So I think if we you just let Oscar loose. Just let her just be a badass killer. Who she lose to? Like she was in Japan. What's that? Who would she lose to? Rhea Ripley. I'll see Rhea Ripley. Ah, I'm tongue tied. Uh, I see Rhea Ripley going to Raw uh, after uh, after losing on NXT. This past you know week. the answer. Like that was her swan song. Um, you know the answer. Who? Don't piss me off. Alexa Bliss, sir. Oh, uh, yeah, that's probably that's probably who it's gonna be, but I like Rhea Ripley. AKA or Alexa Bliss. The fiend, the fiendess. You didn't even like reach for Dakota. You ain't just, ain't just gonna say her name at all. Like <laughs> she gotta come to the main roster first. Yeah, she's still on NXT. Rhea not on the main roster yet. She, she, she's, she's pretty going. much on the main roster. If, if, you, if the way that match ended and yeah. everything about that segment post match, she's gone. She yeah, that's that, that's, that's we, a done deal. Was out of here, and he he went right back. He never. Who? Adam Cole. We thought Adam Cole was gone. Nobody he, thought Adam Cole was well, gone for real. Him losing the him losing the title was the only thing that kind of made you think that. But exactly the very the, that 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 week on NXT, it was like okay, no, nah, he's sticking around for a while. Right. Right. I didn't expect to see him back on NXT. That's why. Now, the end result of War Games is going to tell us for sure whether or not he's going to leave. Yeah. 
It's time. Uh, it, it, it's time. War games. Yes, sir. It, it's time. Uh, next up, backstage, uh, we see twenty four seven champion Gobbledy Gooker uh, walking backstage. He comes across a bunch of bird feed, and he starts eating from the bird feed. And here Tazawa <laughs> comes and rolls him up uh, and wins the 24-7 title. And then uh, R-Truth hits Tazawa with a big-ass bag of bird feet uh, and becomes a 45-time 24-7 champion. Uh, next up, <laughs> just, just, just explaining that it's hilarious to me because it's so stupid. Some Wiley Coyote shit. <laughs> Pretty much. It was, it was definitely some... Uh, some some acne type shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, next up, uh, Team Raw wins uh, women's traditional five on five. A uh, few things I liked about this match: Lana getting put in timeout. Hey, yeah. Uh, however, uh, Bailey getting eliminated by Peyton Royce. Nope. But I did uh, appreciate the way uh, that uh, Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair were protected. Uh, during their eliminations. Hey, yeah. And Reek, Lana was the sole survivor. Oh, I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. Y'all thought I was playing, but I told y'all niggas. I said it. And so now I'm going to use this, uh, take this opportunity to transition into our weekly segment, Reek Rants. I'm upset. Uh, okay, all right. So I'm, I'm just gonna break it down like this, right? My issue is not even so much the fact that Lana is a sole survivor, because the the moment he said it, the moment you brought this up on on the show, and I watched what was going on, I said, "Damn, sticking right, you're absolutely right." That's exactly what they're doing. The writing is on the wall. They gave they they put out a chronicle the day before. So it's like, oh, <laughs> you're going to do this. And then, then I started reading from my sources and they all telling me, oh, Lana's, Lana's primed to be you know, pushed as, as a baby face, as a, a huge baby face in the women's division. So now, now it, it, it's, it's tantamount to reality. It's almost there. It's horrifying me, but I got to come to accept it. My problem is how they did it. Okay. Now, Bianca did her thing coming down the stretch. You know what I'm saying? She was holding off the, the onslaught from Nia and Shayna coming down in the end and everything like that. I don't see nothing wrong with letting, you know, somebody, it didn't have to be Bianca. It could have been anybody, you know, pull some fluky wins and then lose to Lana. I, I don't see why you couldn't do that. If you really, really want oh. to push this narrative that Lana's a huge baby face, then at least have her do so. How are you going to have her be the person in the group project who didn't do a damn thing and win and have the title of Soul Survivor? Soul Survivor at Survivor Series is a title with esteem. You think of Randy Orton. You think of, you know, uh, who, who else was uh, Shawn Michaels. Um, Dolph. Jeff Dolph. Jeff Hardy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, the, 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 listen to like, Braun Strowman. There's a lot of people that have that distinction. And this person did absolutely nothing. She got, she went in the match early on, but they got her right back out. They had a sitting on the steps. She stood there 
for about 20 minutes and just, just looked around, looking like a lost puppy. And she's the sole survivor for doing nothing. That's my problem with this. And when you think about the fact that it's been, what, nine weeks in a row of going through a table? I don't care if it's Lana or Jane, you know, whoever, Nia Jax, whoever is in that situation, right? If you're going to do that to somebody, the payoff has to match it. They have to do something at the end of the day. How you want people to feel good about this when she didn't do nothing? Like, I, am, I, am I missing something here? You, got, you, you did all of this. You built all this, this you know, uh, manufactured sympathy for her. She crying all over TV and everything like that. You did all this stuff. Even Bailey at one point, when she was the ugly, cuddly, you know, super fan wrestler, she got a mean streak on when she got pissed off enough. But Lana just, you know, goes through all this abuse week in and week in and week in, gets the Survivor Series, and now she gets to win the big match because she didn't do it, because they got double counted out. Bull. I'm not having it. Nah. You got so so the match, I'm gonna tell you where it's right off the bat. The match gets an F just for that. And this Damn. whole everything that I see from that they do with Lana from here on out now gets an F. And that's not even an indictment on her. That's an indictment on what they're doing. Because again, you y'all backed yourselves into this corner. And I could have, I could have gone with it and I could have supported it if y'all had just done it the right way. I can't stand Lana. But I would have given her the benefit of the doubt if y'all would have did this the right way. You did it. You pissed me off. So this gets an F. And everything that Lana does from here on, I hope they put her through nine more tables the next nine weeks. Just come Bang, 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 bang. Malik. Hey, hey, next match. They don't, they don't need anything we said after that, man. Next match. Came, came back that way, you know? Okay. I, 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 you know, after the Zelina Vega thing, I'm kind of like tight with oh, them. Ooh, ooh. But that, that's another mm. conversation, another day. That's another conversation. That's a conversation from two episodes ago that you were here for. <laughs> like I have a whole thing about it because bro, oh. the wrestlers go broke, and yeah, let's let's let's, let's just keep it moving. Keep she it moving. was smart. She was smart. Uh, next up. Uh, Universal champion Roman Reigns defeats the WWE champion Drew McIntyre. Uh, hey, this is probably like the fifth time he's defeated this man on pay-per-view. You didn't seen this shit before. Uh, a plus. This is Roman's like third A plus pay-per-view match in a row. Like Roman's been on a tear, and uh, this is dope. Like it's better than all the matches they had in 2019. Uh, versus each other, they, they had to match at Mania, uh, and this one was just better. It felt it felt fresher. Uh, you know, maybe that's because the roles were were reversed this time. Uh, the the characters are different. There's more investment in Drew McIntyre as a competitor than there was last year uh, at WrestleMania. Uh, there's more investment in Roman even, yeah. and so uh, this felt like it was a first time ever match. Uh, yeah, Roman Roman should be champion for the next year and a half. He should have a Walter ring. That's my opinion. It's crazy what a hill turn can do to you. Just one little thing can just flip everything back around. 
it's crazy how they can't really book baby faces like that. Like they just kind of learn how to book baby faces with Drew. Well, with, with them booking baby faces, it's mostly forced. Yeah. Still trying to find that next John Cena. We're like, uh, we can care less about a John Cena. Let's just have some good wrestling, you know? And that's what they did with Roman is what made the fans kind of flip on Roman. Like, nah, we don't want that getaway. Now this heel turn, he's amazing again. Honestly, to me, like, I don't see no different, like, with wrestling style. But, um, you know, personality. He has a mission. Wait, yeah. He has way more uh, personality. Um, he's just cool now. He's just a cool guy. So compared to like, hey, I'm your superhero and I'm here to save the day and I'm never going to lose. Remember, he was, remember that dude? He was like, I'm not the good guy. I'm, I'm not, not the bad guy. I'm, I'm the guy. guy. And that was trash. But now this Hold is. Hold on. Let's say that again. I'm not a good guy. Yeah. I'm not a bad guy. Who? Who are you? I'm the guy. Yeah. yeah. Now listen, that's called motherfucking bars, nigga. You know nothing about that. Nah, the same as the same as the dude who just said that. Yeah, that was trash. Yeah. Yeah, trash. But hey, he's good now. We, let's keep it going, Vince. And then one day you can turn him back heel, and we me uh face, and we won't be upset about it. We already like him as a, as a heel, like yeah. We don't give a fuck about his family for real, and we love him. It makes it simple. Just simple. I can resonate. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's going to take a minute before you got to turn him face because. Oh, yeah. He's he, he been on some bullshit. He's been on some bullshit. Oh, he been on some supreme bullshit. <laughs> Yo, like, he just dismissed his cousin out the building. Like, that's crazy. I, I think um, what I saw right off, right off the jump, like before they even really got into it, and maybe it's just me, but the presentation of this all looked like. They know for sure that they got their one A, one B, the two guys that are up there, like, you know, you know, uh Rock, Rock Stone Cold, Cena Batista, like this is their their two guys right now. Cause they that tension was like it was just that big feel, like a, a big four should be, you know. So if I think they either build into another feud for them down the line. Uh, another like maybe a world title feud something like that but this is this is not the last we're gonna see of it uh because now the narrative is gonna be that at some point down the line drew's gotta beat roman while he's still a heel and i don't think it's gonna be soon but any yeah yeah they could not not this year but like another year or two but this was uh this was really well built um Man, I, Roman can't miss. We, we we say that about a couple people, like, you know, Randy and everybody, but Roman, since August, is, what is it? We're in the third, fourth months. He's 4-0. and Like, he just clean across the board. And the, the, the fact that, you know, that, that promo he cut on SmackDown telling this dude, like, <laughs> you a secondary title holder, you the dude that they call when I'm busy, when I'm not, you know, I'm got stuff going on. Like you carry my bag sitting at the head of the table. Though? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, you know, dismiss dude, but then you get in there and all of a sudden it's like, Oh nah, nah, this dude ain't going away. Like he throwing everything in the kitchen sink at him. He over there cussing at Samoa Joe on commentary. Like he mad. You've seen Bro. this shit before. And ain't even censored neither. 
Yeah, like no, nah, they, they they really trying to capture that 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 venom, you know. But that's good. That's good. I can rock with this. Like I, I've always said, my my issue, you know, as you know, the way Roman was back then, it was like it wasn't even about him. It was about the fact that they wasn't letting him do him, you know. That Roman Reigns that people hated was the Roman Reigns that was presented. It was never the guy that he was. It was WWE presents Roman Reigns, not Joe. I know I give and Roman it, Reigns. That was the difference. You said what, Malik? I said the timing was was wrong. You know, with, oh, at yeah. that we wanted Dan, everybody wanted Daniel Bryan. Yeah, you didn't get that. Like Rey Mysterio got booed. Like that's still like the only time he's ever been booed. And um, with that, yeah. You get moved by me all the time. Okay. Who, Ray? Yeah. Oh, uh, no. I, can, can I say this real quick? Um, I got legitimate I, beef with Ray Mysterio, the character. I, I've officially labeled Ray Mysterio and the entire family as heels. I've officially done that. They are. Yeah. As a matter of fact, when, before we get finished, I got like, I got a rant session because I got a couple topics I want to hit. Okay. Like little ones, real quick. All right. But that's going to be part of it. Most definitely. Okay. But this match definitely get an A. Yeah, what, what grade are you giving him, Malik? Uh, I give it an A cause just because at the second half of the match, to me, it, speed, it sped up <clears throat> in the first part. I was kind of like, uh, whatever. But that second half, it it took it there for me. So for I sure. give it off that. For sure. Uh, I do not have uh, any Undertaker sound bites, but uh, we did get the Undertaker's final farewell. Uh. Those in attendance, we had Shane McMahon, The Big Show, Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. Uh, they pulled the Godwins and Savio Vega out of whatever holes they've been in for the past 20 years. Uh, and that was cool to see. Uh, we got The Godfather uh, because of social distancing guidelines. He had to leave his holes at home. Uh, unfortunate. I'm uh, so mad. They didn't even mention the whole train at all. So, But, you know, we also had, uh, I said, I mentioned Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. Uh, just anybody that was really an important part of Undertaker's career. Uh, Kane came out in full ring gear. It was kind of awkward. Everybody else had on street clothes, right? Or, or, or just you know, casual. They act stuff. like we'd never had corporate Kane before, <laughs> right? Or even like there was a time period where Kane was doing appearances and he just had his mask on with a suit. Could have yeah. did that. Or you could have just had this dude just come out as a regular, you know, the same Kane that was on the damn Undertaker and Kane special that they uploaded on their own network last week. You could have had him just come out just regular, but it's whatever. Uh, average age, everybody in that ring was like 74 years old. So Jeff, Jeff's 43. Jeff, Jeff was in there too. Yeah. Shout out to Jeff Hardy. Uh, yeah. Jeff Hardy was the youngest one in that ring. Yes. But yeah, he's old. <laughs> he's right. old. Right. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and the Undertaker has has finally officially hung it up and retired for real, for real. Not not a pump fake leaving his clothes in the ring at Mania. No, he's done. He's done so. Uh, it's about damn time. It's about damn time. Vince McMahon almost cried on live television. Oh yeah. That's how I knew he was never coming back for real. Like, damn. That's how I knew it was official. Like Vince was crying. That's why that's why I tweeted, I'm like, yo, Vince gonna cry in the car. 
<laughs> he might he might not do it on TV, but soon he get off TV. Oh, it's over. So I, I wanted to reserve this episode for the, for the past few uh, WWE pay per view recaps we have had. Uh, our resident guest co-host, Mr. Warden Matt Ritter uh, from Smacking It Raw podcast, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Uh, shout out to Matt. Uh, he's a huge Undertaker fan, and so wanted him to come on here. We were going to induct the Undertaker into the Sovereign Soundboard. But since we are professionals here at the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, I like to be hospitable, even though I did not uh, hit up Vince uh, for the Eddie Guerrero show. What up, Malik? I said we are professionals? Yes, we are. Hmm. We, we are professionals. We are hospitable to our guest hosts. We do not censor their faces out of podcasts when they come on here. <laughs> Very professional. <laughs> But uh, we're not going to induct Undertaker into the uh, Young King's throne just yet. However, I do want to get these uh, questions out the way, man. What is y'all favorite Undertaker moment? Oh, oh boy. Come back to me. I'm, I got to I gotta go through the library. <laughs> Let me say mine. Bad. Oh, you going to go, Malik? Go, go ahead. Say uh, King of the Ring. Him throwing... Mick Foley off that cell. Like every time I watch it, it's just like, I can't believe he did that. Or for forcing Stephanie McMahon to get married to him. Or burning a cross in Vince McMahon's yard. <laughs> that that era of Undertaker is, is my favorite taker. Whatever you want to call it. I don't care. He did that. Indeed, man. My my favorite moment. I got two. Uh and they both came from his initial hill turn in 2002 when he was American badass and he became big evil. Um, when he beat the shit out of Maven throughout the whole arena at the Royal Rumble, easily. Uh, and also later on that year, <laughs> this dude chained Hulk Hogan to his motorcycle and dragged him through the arena. And it was just the worst, just stage looking shit I ever seen. But it, you know, it's, it's Hulk Hogan getting drunk through the arena. Like he deserved it. So. Uh, I don't know if recast is yet. I, I got it. I got it. Um, my favorite. I, I'll go. My match. Favorite match. I didn't no ask favorite match. I said favorite moment. Not well, but it's. It, it's, it's, I'm gonna, it's I have not asked favorite. I'll go ahead. Say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> we're gonna get favorite matches anyway. So. Uh, but yeah. Um, totally no way. Like, I'm the host here, Malik. I mean, Reek. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. No way out. 2006, Kurt Angle, World Heavyweight title. That was like some of the best shit I've seen all year. Um, but if I'm going with moments, there's, there's really two. There's two. Because the first one is the one that traumatized me as a kid um, where he had the, that, that, that teddy bear that Vince, was, that Vince had <laughs> lit that joint on fire. And when it was like outside his crib and everything like that and it, it was it was terrifying, and you know Malik mentioned like the to him getting Steph to marry him and everything like that. All that was, was like mind blowing. But the other, uh, this 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 isn't really PG, but <laughs> I, I just got a kick out of it. He he hung the boss man in hell in a cell. Yes, he, he did. He, he killed yes. that man. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Which helps me beg the question, like, like, 
to Undertaker, do Blue Lives Matter or don't they? We'll never know. It's it's Taker, you know, like oh well. He shot <laughs> and yelled out Kobe. Like he's good. Takers. Yeah. He's from Texas. Oh well. Leave it at that. I got a I got a top five favorite matches, and because I feel like Undertaker didn't really become that good in the ring like that until 2000. Uh, all my matches are 2001 and later. Uh, so uh, top five, no order. Uh, Hell in a Cell match versus Edge at uh, SummerSlam 08. Uh, the TLC versus Edge at Extreme Rules, where he was banished from the entire WWE for a few months. Uh, the one Reek mentioned, No Way Out versus Kurt Angle. That's just a masterclass clinic. And I think if uh, if the situation uh, catered to it, I would have loved to see that at Mania. That 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 was a WrestleMania match. Yeah. Um, and I think it's highly unfortunate that that was the last time they ever had a match against each other. Kurt Angle went to TNA later that year, and uh, he was there until he came back a couple years ago. Damn shame. Uh, Vengeance 2001 versus RVD. He won the hardcore title off of RVD. Uh, that was a fun match. Uh, I enjoy his reign as hardcore champion, too. He kind of elevated that belt a little bit. You know, he put over Maven, and, and nothing happened with it. So that sucks. Uh, and, of course, the ladder match versus Jeff Hardy on Raw, just because that, you know, I really thought Jeff was going to win it when I was a kid, and I got excited, and it didn't. I was like, damn, it's unfortunate. Honorable mention to the uh, end of an era Hell in a Cell match. That was the Mr. Shit. Rex, Mr. 24 7, 7 11. I don't have no order. I just love all these matches. I don't think it's five, but him, Sean, WrestleMania 25, him and Randy, WrestleMania 21, mm-hmm. him and Jeff, um, Raw, that ladder match, him and Triple H, just like you said. And um, Taker and Kurt, yeah, that was five. So yeah, Easy. shout out to the Undertaker man, and uh, definitely going to the Hall of Fame next year, which is crazy because everybody that won the Hall of Fame this year hasn't even gone in yet. <laughs> you might have to split that up and into. You might have to push them back another year <laughs> to get Taker in because Taker got to go in solo dolo. Yeah, give him his own night. That's it. Like, all them people that came out, they got to say something about Taker. Like, everybody got to talk. Yeah. He he deserves it. Uh, they said Taker really said Jeff's singles career, too, with that match. He did. He really he really set it off that night. Facts. All right. So, we, we've come to our concluding segment, uh, Regrants Part 2. I'm upset. Okay. He had to adjust his glasses. So... <laughs> So I, I, mentioned, I mentioned I mentioned this earlier. Uh the, the, the Mysterios. I'm gonna start with that. Because I got a I got a series of different topics. I'm just gonna hit little by little. And I'm gonna start there because uh, I'm tired of y'all. I'm really tired of y'all. Cause see, Seth was the, the, the heel in this program the entire time. And he told Ray, and I almost you know begged him. Not to bring your family around. And anybody knows, you know, you don't bring your family around this place because it's hazardous. People are swinging chairs and 
throwing people into objects and stuff like that. You don't bring your wife and daughter and son. Well, your son's part of the business now, but you don't bring pedestrians around this area. You know what I'm saying? It's say all the time, the NXT parking lot is the most dangerous place in the world. Well, that the WWE ring and the surrounding area is probably about second and third on that list. But he can't hey, doing it. How women is. Just want to throw that out there. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to add to that, Reek. Uh, on the November sixth episode of SmackDown, Ray was having a match with uh, who he face? Seth Rollins, I want to say it was. Yeah. Might have been Buddy Murphy. One of those two. I think it was Seth. Uh, yeah, it was, it was. It was Seth. They had a no host bar match on SmackDown a couple weeks back, and uh, and Alia Mysterio comes down to the ring, and Ray says, "This is this is a verbatim quote. You shouldn't be out here." Mr. Mysterio, if you would have just kept your damn family at home to begin with back in August, then she wouldn't even have a reason to be out there. She would have never met Buddy Murphy. Exactly. That's my issue. That's why I boo Ray Mysterio. Exactly. Because he 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 brings his he brings his 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 daughter and his wife. Uh they are not talent. They have no reason to be out there while you are working in your workspace. Like what happened to you know? What, what happened? Like you always, he's he he's been bringing his family out there for you know for 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 years now. He he's just a you know in kayfabe a really bad husband and father. His own daughter don't love him. She got mad when he didn't want to be with you know didn't want her to be with Buddy Murphy. Ray Mysterio, listen, and I've, I've been a, I've been a very, you know, avid Ray Mysterio hater for a very long time. Go ahead, check my Twitter archives. It's out there. 2011, when that man won the WWE title, I was, I was mad as hell because CM Punk was the rightful champion at the time, and Ray Mysterio didn't, you know, he, he ended up losing the title later on that night, and I was very, you know, I was very happy about that. You know, he, he shouldn't have it. Uh, his only rank is WWE champion, but. Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> you good. You good. Uh, but yeah, and the, the, the bigger point in all that for me is now you know uh, what was that? About a week ago, they had the the quote unquote final chapter between him and Seth. So the beef is over supposedly. Seth said he ready to move on. Now he got beef with Buddy, but now Buddy comes out this week for his match. Why is Ray and his entire family once again coming out with him? And they're getting involved in the match. Seth goes to get a kendo stick to hit Buddy with. Why is Ray grabbing the, the, the stick away from him? Why is he getting involved? That's heel tactics. That's stuff that heels do. So, Ray Mysterio, Dominic, even Aaliyah, I see all of y'all as heels. I truthfully do. And now, I, I, I am sympathetic to Seth. I'm very sympathetic to him. I, I really do. I don't even care if he tried to take a man, grown man's eyeball off. For a, a couple, like two months in a row, I don't care that he tried to do that. I don't care that he hazed, uh, you know, a young, fresh recruit into the business on national TV. I don't care that he did it, because at the end of the day, this is this is a, a, an unfair family bullying at this point, and it, it's it's ridiculous. It's totally ridiculous. So that's hey, this how you treat a man who is set to become a father for the first time in, in you know yeah. in the next month. This yeah. how you treat him. Hey. I have a question. Hey. Seth already a better father than Ray Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> one question. 
this must make Vince McMahon the worst father of all time. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, I'm going to tell you why Vince is the worst father of all time. He he clamored for the entire crowd to call his daughter a hoe. Yeah. Really, I mean, it happened. Go, go watch it. Yeah. Well, there's that. Um, there was the in, in 06 when they were beefing with DX because I actually recently watched this and for, had forgotten about it before. Um, they pranked they pranked Shane saying that Stephanie was in labor, and Vince's response was, "That bitch, your daughter." <laughs> Not to mention the like, fact man, that your first ever grant. I mean, your, I don't know if it's first, but I, I, I think, think it was. Shane, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was his first. Shane didn't have his kids yet. Yeah. yeah. So your first, your very first. <laughs> yeah. Great that, that, that was Not to mention the fact that in 03, he had an I quit match with her. Oh, he beat the shit out of her. Yeah. Yeah, he's the worst father of all time. It's crazy. Um, anywho, so next topic, real quick. Um, you might not like this, TC, but I'm just, I, I gotta I gotta speak my truth on this. If Sasha Banks is going to be a face, she needs a spokesperson. I cannot deal with her talking on the mic as a she face doesn't. anymore. I'm gonna tell you why. Let me let me let me hold on, hold on. Let me let me dispute this fact. What she needs, what she needs is to not have those damn scripts written for her. Cause she'll go on talking smack after SmackDown and cut a promo that just sounds 10 times better than the shit they give her for television. She is fine as a talker. She just, she doesn't need to be scripted. Like a good portion of these other people in the company. But the heel promos are dope. They script, they script decent heel promos for her. They can't script a good face promo. Let her, let her talk on her own. And she can get her point across way better than whoever's writing this shit for television. Uh, go go back and watch her appearances on Talking Smack. I'm telling you. I mean, I, I can see that. I can see that. That, that, that. That's a fair point. Like it's night and day, Reek. Just go and watch it, and then we can come back to this topic next week. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I'm do, but but uh, I I understand that because it's the same. Because if I'm if I'm gonna judge that about Roman, I, I gotta say the same thing. So I'm I'm a we gonna come back to that, right? Cool. But I, I'm I'm telling you right now, I can't I can't take much more of this shit because as good as a wrestler she is, it's just like I don't want to hear you talk, not if you're a face, not if you're a face. And to segue to the next one, Carmella's on SmackDown, correct? Yes. Don't know. Last time I checked, she was drafted to SmackDown. Okay, why She's is she coming out? Every, another show. Why is she coming out every single week? Dressed up like a pack of big red, like she's about to invade from Raw. That's her favorite color. She's been out how many months now? They can go only come up with one ring gear for her. Yeah, she's that, that whole that, every time they do a gimmick like that, it doesn't work. Like I don't know why they keep doing the mystery woman and she comes out and like uh, Emelina. yeah, that, trash. Even that, yeah. Not just stop that. Now, now that's another thing I thought of too. I'm like, did, did did you steal? Did you steal Eva Marie's gear? Is that is that what's happening here? You waiting to get yours made? Because I just I'm not I'm not like we're supposed to be you know uh, building to Survivor Series. It's about to you know red versus blue. You're on the blue side wearing red, and Sasha over there all crypt out. It looks like a gang war taking place in the Amway Center right now. I'm just, she I'm, had a I'm, whole I'm bandana so fit on Friday. Yeah, yeah, she was crypting, cuz she was out there. Snoop had that same fit on Raw one night. Oh well, I mean, Snoop got like probably about ten 
Ted Fitz like that in the crib. He do. It's but true. <laughs> it's like, nah, man. Just like, I, I'm over here. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm losing it because I'm sitting up here like, yo, this doesn't fit. It, it, it don't, it don't work out for me. I'm sorry. It just, it don't. And keeping it with that, that, that SmackDown. I think this is my last one. Um, we need to establish what the rules are, and we need to like lay this out and. Once it once it's done, stick to it. Because I read about a month ago. I don't know if y'all heard this, but they they, they have this this thing they do where you know over time they'll say this move is banned. You can't do this anymore. So about a little over a month, about a month ago, they said that the buckle bomb was banned. For those of you listening who don't know what the buckle bomb is, Seth Rollins does it in particular. It's the move that retired Sting. Exactly. Picks you up for that power bomb and drops you right on the turnbuckle. It's well, the reason why the very first Universal Champion was only champion for twenty four hours. That too, that too. So the move was banned about a month ago. I saw him do it on Friday night. So do the rules not apply to uncoming fathers? Do the rules not apply to Seth Rollins? I need an answer. I need an answer, Sway, because this, this doesn't make any sense. I'm sick and tired of, of hearing they can't do this, they can't do that. You already act like some kind of monopoly within the WWE, uh, having this this control over your people. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna make rules, make them stick to them. Like I, this this, this shit is getting on my nerves now. You got you got a brand split. You have two different shows, but everybody's showing up whenever the hell they want to show up. I'm about to turn to Matt when it comes to that. After after tonight, I don't want to see no more people from SmackDown on Raw. I don't care what rule you want to come up with. That's it. Enough is enough. The whole idea of different networks, different brands, different everything is for different viewership. It doesn't work if you keep mixing all the time. Well, they're not going to stop, so. Come on, man. Yeah, they're not. All right. I'm, I'm, out of, I'm out of juice. I'm out of juice now. That's all. That's it for my rants. I'm upset. It's been another edition of Reek Rants. Shout out to Reek, man. Uh, before we get out of here, uh, fresh tweet, hot off the presses from a former NXT North American, former NXT champion, Keith Lee. Uh, got a tweet from a fan at the real TTR15. Uh, tweets Keith Lee says, this is better than the last one, but we want the original, uh, to which Mr. Lee, Uncle Keith, <laughs> replied, no, I wrote this, period. So he wrote the song, probably don't own the rights to it, but it, he, he wrote it, it's his. So I'm definitely going to rock with it now. Uh, shout out to my guy, Keith Lee. And I just seen a very funny ass uh, Undertaker meme I'm about to send to y'all. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this has been another edition of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. I am TC Fontaine, Malik Ricks. Recap, yep. man. Uh, plug your socials, y'all. Malik.lv. That's me. One or two Ks. Either or. Catch <laughs> uh, me at Wreak Havoc 24, Instagram, uh, Twitter. Also, check out the Havoc Hour on Instagram, on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. I'm trying to do, I think I'm probably going to do the next episode probably this week. 
Uh, that free agency. Yeah, the, the draft, the free agency. Guys talk about that. And I don't know if either of y'all been watching The Mandalorian. If you watch it, I'm definitely going to recap that because these episodes have been dope this season. Did you watch Kayla Harris? Oh, of course. She beat the shit oh. out of that girl. My goodness. That yeah. was a murder. Yeah. That was a murder on live TV. Oh, my God. And it, it's crazy. Like, I, I watched Kayla all last season. This season, she looks terrifying compared to last year. He had blood all over her. Yeah. Yeah. That was like that was that was mean. Like, good lord. That was a beat down. Hey, uh follow me at YK Wrestling. Uh follow me at TC.fontaine. Uh you can also follow me at Malik.lv with two K's. All of those are on Instagram. So yeah, go ahead, check me out. I'm, I'm really concerned about giving that to you. <laughs> point. I tried to use, and then I'm like, the followers don't bring tracks like like people to your page. It look good like, though. It don't, especially when like people are not really engaging with your posts. It doesn't. It's like, damn, you bought followers or something. Like, I, I just want to say this: there's a group out there that's competitive to us, and they have over. I want to say 200,000 followers, but they maybe get a thousand views in one day compared to my, it's my also group. the algorithm is trash. No, nah, it's just because they buy followers. That can also <laughs> be true, but it, you know, the algorithm trash, it don't really help. Yeah. I don't, yeah. This, this thing is just sitting here. So hey, it is what it is, man. Hey, uh, young Kings wrestling podcast. And, uh, that's it, man. We are out of here. Gone. There's a group. Damn. <laughs> Malik wasn't even ready this time. That's crazy. Bad. That was all bad. Let's try that again. Uh, this has been the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. You wanted to say we- something. Oh, shit. My bad. I was going to say gone, man. Oh. oh. Out of here. Peace. Right, Later. Uh, man. Uh, third time's a charm. Uh, we out of here. Gone. 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 Good enough. <laughs>